At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, hour number three. Eric Eager going to join us from Pro Football Focus in just a little bit. You're putting up the three fi- – we should start doing that. Like with the four fingers yep, like for, uh, for quarter, the fourth quarter. The third hour, baby. <laughs> Put up the threes. Put the threes Put up. up. the threes for hour number three here on the nightcap. Uh, new day back on the East Coast, so happy Wednesday for you. We're just that much closer to the start of the NFL season. Sean's Tampa Bay – What's that? You said two eaves? Two eaves. Yeah, okay. I like, like that. It's like December 23rd. All right. Yeah, you can have a pie, cake or something on the sure. 23rd. Yeah. Oh, sit yeah. back. Yeah. Know that Santa's coming in just a couple of days. I mean, that's what we're getting delivered. Santa Claus is coming on Thursday. We got Tampa Bay and Dallas. How are you feeling about the eight points on Thursday night? I just need a win, man. I've got, I've got Tampa Bay in so many teasers. It's not what I asked you. I, I think they cover. Okay. I do. Um, it almost. <sighs> what do you think the line ends up when the ball is kicked Thursday night? The line will be what? Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, I don't think it's going to move much off of this. Uh, I, I do think the Sack Martin deal is is a big deal. Yeah. Um, and they're just they just banged up. But the scary part about Dallas is, man, they could score. And I do just I have questions. I know you're confident about it. Sean Merriman, who was just in studio, believes it to be true too. I just, I'm very cautious about just this anointing of the Buccaneers that they're just going to be where they were last year. And and you seem to believe it, and I, I, I it's hard to disagree. But I, I'm just very curious how their season's going to go when you win. I mean, what? So the year after you guys won the Super Bowl, right? You went what seven and nine? I think so. 
So what was it injuries? What happened? Uh, we weren't like Tampa. Though. We didn't have everybody back. We had some right. guys leave to, for more money. So we had some. We had a little more it, attrition. It feels like everything is is going. Yeah. It's perfect right now. For and we were Tampa. dysfunctional the year we won it. Really? Yeah. So we got extremely dysfunctional the year after we won it. <laughs> yeah. If they had hard knocks, then boy, that'd have been one of the best ever. So why you, can't the Cowboys get it right? Like every just look at everything that Jerry has done, and they've they've and they are they haven't won a championship in eight point dogs. underdogs yep. to start the 2021. That's a huge number in the National Football League. They're an eight point underdog with a top ten quarterback. Is there even a bigger number all weekend? Uh, is eight eight might be the, first. the biggest. I mean, think about that. Rams are seven and a half. Niners are seven and a half. Chiefs are six. Yeah, biggest number. And you and you think it might even go up a half a point. Like, right. Yeah, I mean, you're seeing DraftKings has it eight and a half right now. What a sad referendum on the state of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, it like, is. With the things that matter. Beautiful right. house, beautiful home, beautiful facility. First class this, first why, class that. Why can't they Very get it right? Very bad football team. Why can't they get it right? Well, I think the... A lot of components. I think it's hard to tell someone that's had as much business success as Mr. Jones has that he should relinquish control of something in any way, shape, form, or fashion that he's built and grown into what has become of the Dallas Cowboy brand because it supersedes just the football team. Like, the brand is humongous. It's the most... most, uh... He should hire someone that's last name isn't Jones, to come and run the company that is the Dallas Cowboys and allow them to hire and fire the personnel and acquire the talent. And until that happens, I don't think they're going to see the on-field results that everything else surrounding the organization says that they should, they should, they should uh, achieve. By the way, we're on no-hitter watch, and no-hitters, it feels like they happen every other day. We haven't had one in a while. Blake Snell right now. Tampa Bay Ray. Despite having up, oh, and there goes the no hitter. And not only the no hitter, and the they're lead. losing. <laughs> way, so to, met, way to back on, him up, Padres. First, first hit of the game brings home two, and the Angels now lead two to nothing. Man, how, how'd they even get give the guys some runs? That's crazy. No, no hit, no hitter gone, lead gone. Angels up two to nothing. That's Sean. I'm Tim. Here we go. Hour three. Three here on the nightcap alongside former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Super Bowl winner, two-lane green wave great, and just all-around great dancer, Sean King. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> what else you got? You need to give me some of your like high school accolades. What were you, uh, Florida State Player of the Year? Had to have been. I'm pretty sure I think I was St. Peter of Florida's most handsome. Oh, there, there yeah, you go. At least. Well, that's... I need to do more digging, like, you know, sixth grade spelling bee champ. I Sean did King. all kind of. Like off the grid. Geography stuff. B. Like I entered like a, a tennis tournament one time. Like I actually was in like a spelling bee. Like I played the saxophone. Like I was like one that's of those like just I was into everything. That's what I don't like about professional athletes. Is your guys were so good at everything. We're getting bossed around by a producer. He said we and, have to bring in our kids. And he was around the basketball team at Tulane. Ridiculous. 
just showing off over there. Just me. I'm just a guy. Just a guy with red hair playing and talking about sports. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Well, every Tuesday, excited to have our guest, a frequent guest, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus is going to join us, and uh, he joins us right now. Eric, we are just uh, a couple sleeps away from Thursday night football, starting with the defending world champs, and the numbers are pretty staggering just trend-wise of the Super Bowl champs to open the season. Since 96, 18 and 3 straight up, 13, 6 and 2 against the spread. It is the biggest number on the board. Now, eight. What do you look at in week one, or excuse me, on Thursday night that jumps out at you with the Bucks hosting the Cowboys as an eight point favorite and a total of 51 and a half? First off, uh, Sean, roll wave. Thank you for getting to the cover there. <laughs> Easy uh, cover. You're welcome, sir. Uh, uh, by the best logo in all of college sports, all sports, probably, I think in general, um, secondly, yeah, I mean, last, this, this is common for week one, right? Last year, the biggest spread, I think on the board was eight and a half. Um, interestingly, Indianapolis lost that game outright to Jacksonville, a team that beat no one else the rest of the year. Um, so it, it goes to show that like, when you come into a season like this, I've been on Kansas city radio, like all day. Why is the number only six? Why is the number only six? Well, the number's only six because, like, the books know that week one is a week full of upsets and a week full of, uh, you know, unusual things. And, you know, we, we, you know, the three of us have talked about football for a month now. You know, we, you know Tim, you and I have been on the radio together for months, and we're talking about the exact same yeah. game. I feel like we know way more about these games than we really do. And the books, you know, and betters, right, they're taking the points with these underdogs because it's not a lot, you know, it, we don't know as much as we think we do. I think for Tampa Bay, you know, what you're getting when you're, you know, laying this many points now, I think open at six and a half, now you're at eight. You're, you have a little bit of offensive line continuity with Zach Martin, a little uncertainty with Dak's arm. You have a preseason where really no Buccaneers got injured, right, and a, and now they're coming back all 22 starters as well as some depth. Um, you have, you know, uh, the, the waning, I think, uh, you know, the uh, HBO show Hard Knocks, like you had a little bit of a Hard Knocks boost early with Dallas, getting that number to six and a half back from seven. Now that sort of waned a little bit. Uh, so, you know, it's still feasible down to two. Still oh, yeah. feasible. Uh, that, that would be probably the play I would make if I were inclined to bet Tampa. I don't think I can take the points of Dallas here. To your point, Tim, like the, these Super Bowl champion come out and normally just sort of coronate themselves in week one. Well, Eric, I'm glad you brought that up because this was uh, the trend going around social media today. And I know uh, you are a Chiefs fan. Uh, you, you know a lot about that organization. Um, and they are, you know, the, the loser of the Super Bowl. Uh, and they are the, the, the Super Bowl loser, 8-13 and 13 straight up, 4-17 and 17 ATS in yeah. week one since 96. It is a challenging first round, uh, first week game. Sean thinks this is upset alert. Yeah, I like Cleveland. Uh, I like Cleveland to win the division. I don't know if I'll, I'll play them here uh, in this spot, but Kansas City laying six, that's a pretty hefty number against a, a talented team. Yeah, it is and it isn't, right? Like, it's such a weird situation, but I think Cleveland has gotten better this offseason. 
season. Certainly, that that's one thing uh, I don't think people can dispute. I have them with a 46% chance to win that division. Uh, I actually have Baltimore 33%. Baltimore has been snake bitten a lot this offseason. And, um, you know, they lost Orlando Brown to a trade. They, they uh, lost a couple running backs. Uh, wide receiver positions banged up for them. Um, you know, so I do like Cleveland long term. Um, and, and this week, uh, I think you do get uh, a game effort out of them. Interestingly, though, right, right. So they were eight. They closed the seven and a half win underdogs. They opened around nine, nine and a half in the divisional round matchup last year. Chiefs are coming off a bye, but they're probably less of a home field advantage then than they will now that the fans are allowed in. So let's assume back to wash. Did Cleveland gain a point and a half, two points on the Chiefs this offseason? I I have a hard time making that claim. Um, and, and so for that, it's hard for me to take the points with Cleveland. Mm. The the people coming back will say, okay, well, the Chiefs are kind of a win at all costs. You know, don't worry about the cover. A lot of fake close games last year when they like kind of finished the year with no covers um, after the Jets game. But, you know, Andy Reid, a lot of his games prior to last season were two scores or more, and he won a lot of those games. And, and so to me, it's a game I might tease Kansas City down. Now, this is one where you're not teasing through seven, so right. you aren't getting as good a value. But I'm probably off this game as far as the side um, at this point, given everything we know about the strength of Cleveland, um, but also Kansas City. Uh, you know, we, we always say this one is different, but I do think the Chiefs did a lot of things to avenge a Super Bowl loss as opposed to like maybe a team like San Francisco last year which kind of said, hey, we're just, we lost the Super Bowl because of luck or fluky things. Let's just stay the exact same, and, and we'll run it back. You know, that's how you lose Arizona week one like they did last year. Well, I want to stick with Cleveland because you mentioned your numbers and, and what you anticipate them in the AFC North. I've got a ticket on them to win this division at plus 150. The Ravens remain the favorite, depending on where you look, around plus 110, maybe plus 115. Um, but, you know, the, the hits keep coming, right? Their, their wide receivers are all banged up. J.K. Dobbins is out for the year. They just signed Le'Veon Bell to the practice squad. I know Latavius Murray has mentioned uh, the Ravens in a, in, a, in a quote since he's been released from the Saints, so they might be able to get him. I do like Gus Edwards, and, and what's not to like about Lamar Jackson, but Cleveland, to me, right now, Eric, seems like the more complete team. So what do you think about the Browns to win the AFC North uh, at that price of plus 150? Yeah, I mean, plus one fifty, you're you're getting a good value there, right? I mean, you you basically you know, look. I mean, you, yeah, I I like it a lot. I mean, like I said, I have a forty six percent, so you have a, you have an edge there. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would very much advise betting that. I don't think you can you know only take close to even money with the Ravens. As you said, there's a lot going bad there. Um, Baltimore, you know, uh, you know, Cincinnati. I don't quite see it. Um, and I really don't see it with Pittsburgh. So, yeah, that, that is the team to bet. And in a lot of these division futures, there's really not a team to bet. Mm-hmm. Um, or the team to bet is sort of more in that, like, you know, 450 range, like the Giants for 25 to 1, like the Jets. But this is one where it's a modest favorite. You're getting plus money. Uh, and, and you do have, uh, in my estimation, an edge uh, going ahead and betting that. Talk once again to Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. He and George Shahuri give you 
The PFF forecasts a great listen uh, this time of year. They've gone through all their futures. Go check out those archive shows. And then obviously each and every week, they'll be breaking down the lines. Um, Chargers, Washington. Uh, we, we, we had Sean Merriman in the studio. We had a really good conversation. He likes Washington this season. He's a defensive guy, so he's obviously intrigued about what they've got. You know, these are two teams. I think this is a fascinating week one game, Eric, because I think both these teams are getting a lot of buzz. I know we've talked about the Chargers. You anticipate a little bit of regression, but you also think Washington is one of the more overrated teams, which I agree. I've got an under eight and a half ticket for plus money. So what gives come Sunday in, uh, I would say the nation's capital, but it's really Landover, Maryland. Uh, but what gives uh, in Washington on Sunday where this is looking like it's going to maybe go off around a pick? You, you, have, you, you had the, the sound in your voice of somebody that likes doing a betting show in, in the desert rather than in D.C. where you used to do it. I, 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 I sort of agree with you. Um, I... I mean, this is the better quarterback getting. Well, now they're laying points now, but like Washington should be the underdog in this game. Uh, I know that it's the West Coast to East Coast thing. You know, playing at one o'clock. The the Washington football team doesn't have a great home field advantage. Nope. Uh, I don't think that that's going to be a uh, that's going to change in this one. Um, the Chargers have Brandon Staley, who I think is very very competent as a head coach. They have some weapons. I think Washington football team's secondary might be a little weaker than people think it is. The the front four, I mean, the Chargers, they, they did a ton of things. They got Feller. They got Blaga from two years ago. Then they go and get uh, Rayson Springer in the draft. They got Corey Lindsley to play center. Uh, Herbert's got, you know, obviously the golden arm, and he seems like an affable guy as well. Uh, Eckler out of the backfield, whereas Washington's kind of going with, uh, rookie and Jamin Davis, the linebacker. I, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I might not, I might be clinging to my preseason priors here. Um, I still don't think Los Angeles is in the class of Kansas City any anytime soon. But I do think in this week one matchup, they are favored by a point. I think that's probably fair. Eric, there's one matchup that I think is my gut tells me this is going to be the most, not the most publicly played bet, but I think this could be, and we'll see what happens. This might be that pros versus Joes situation. Uh-oh. Let's go to Jacksonville. And I really wish this game was at the Superdome because I would have bet New Orleans. But now I'm like, ah, eh, it's in Jacksonville. We'll see. So you've got Green Bay laying four against New Orleans. And I don't think you're very high on New Orleans this year, if my memory serves me correct. But this is a really interesting spot to me because I think everybody's going to see the candy of Green Bay laying four, three and a half, somewhere in that ballpark, and they're going to say, this is easy money. Jameis Winston, last time we saw him, he's throwing a gazillion picks. What are what are you expecting from this showdown Sunday in Jacksonville? It just it feels like one of those Admiral Akbar, it's a trap spots. I, I might be grabbing the points here with New Orleans. Haven't decided yet. What do you think? I, I think you're spot on. I think this is a place where... You know, you're looking at New Orleans as a wounded duck. I mean, like, it's so, it's not funny. It's ironic that the last time there was a big hurricane in New Orleans, it was the final season that the Saints had Aaron Brooks as their quarterback and not Drew Brees. Then they acquire Brees, and Brees plays for a bajillion years. And the year Brees leaves, they have another, 
you know, season where they're displaced for a while because of this hurricane. Um, but if memory serves, in week one of 2005, they won outright against the Carolina team that ended up being uh, in the NFC title game. So, like, there is, there's nothing really to this whole displaced thing, right? Like, they, they get amenities that, are, that we could only dream of on our best vacation, right? Uh, and so I don't think that the playing in Jacksonville parts can be an issue. Um, they're getting now. I mean, the, the Saints were at one point two and a half point favorites in this game. Yep. I think it would have been two. They would have been two and a half point dogs had they played in the Superdome. Now it's four and a half. So you're losing that home field advantage there. And I think crossing the key number of three, which is worth like when we talk about two points, like those two points aren't worth the same across the betting spread. So getting the that three, getting even four is a, is a low key key number. I'm taking New Orleans in the points here. I think Jameis is a, a better quarterback than people give him credit for. And I think Sean Payton's a far better coach than I think people give him credit for. So just for this week one, and there's another aspect of this game that's big time. Marcus Davenport, Cameron Jordan. If you look at the Packers offensive line, no Bakhtiari, no Corey Lindsley. Obviously, they lost the log a year ago. They're starting Elton Jenkins at left tackle. Elton Jenkins is a very good interior lineman. He's starting a left tackle in this game. Uh, I think, you know, under is probably a good play in this game, in addition to, you know, the New Orleans against the spread. I think this is muckier than people believe. They're starting two rookies on the offensive line in Green Bay. Correct. This, yeah. Is that, you know, Eric, we only have about a minute or so. Is that one of the more overlooked things this entire offseason? Because it's been, you know, it's been dominated, obviously, by the Aaron Rodgers saga. Right. And, you know, Devontae's amazing, and they, you know, they go out and they they bring back Randall Cobb. We get the band back together. This line, especially with Bakhtiari out, Eric, is not good. Yeah, actually, it's funny you say that. On PFF.com tomorrow, we have a, a, a PFF, a 30% off if you look at the promo code on the website, by the way. I, I actually wrote an article that talks about offensive line continuity. And every single offensive lineman you take out of the chain after you adjust for opponent, or after you, sorry, after you adjust for team strength is worth about a, a fifth of a point, right? So that's also probably why Kansas City is only laying six and not seven. They have five new offensive linemen this year. Um, Every single offensive lineman, you know, even even if they're not good, continuity matters. And Green Bay is just not simply not going to have that. You saw in the NFC title game, you know, Tampa Bay before they killed the Chiefs, they killed the Packers rushing the passer in the NFC title game without Bakhtiari. It's not a trivial thing, and I know the Saints don't have the best depth on defense like they did last year after losing a lot of guys. They still have some pretty good starters, and that'll that'll help. Eric, great stuff, man. Always, uh, always appreciate it. Congrats on the two-lane cover, and now we're pulling for uh, New Orleans. That's Here we right, go. Baby, let's go. There he is, Eric Eager, at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Once again, the PFF forecast, everything. Uh, check out PFF.com as well. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap here on Beeson. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sports betting discussion around your local teams. Bet Rivers, they've got you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspectives. The Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh city casts are all up and running. Five new episodes every week. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Sean King. He had Sean Merriman in the studio. I'm Tim Murray, just a guy. Hey, um, man. I, I tweeted it out, and you know how I'm very self-deprecating. All right. I think you've picked up on that. Uh, and I just tweeted out the picture of the three of us together. My collar was off. It was a little off yeah, there. Yeah, you would think Aaron, this was be a picture taker extraordinaire, would have said, Sean, fix your collar. Mm. You know, so the picture looks right as it goes out into the Ethers. social media fear. I just said, what? but my caption I thought was was clever because I, it was say? just three college, former oh. college superstars <laughs> hanging out, you know, yeah, man. 10th in the Heisman Trophy, guy who went 12th overall, 
and a guy who once scored eight points in a game. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I think we're, I would say it's pretty much even Steven across the board, but, you know, I guess we'll, we'll let social media decide who yeah. had the better college career. Uh, but, no, thanks to Sean Merriman for coming by. We'll make sure to tweet out some of those videos at VEASAN Live. Uh, and uh, if you ever want to uh, listen back to any of our shows, just subscribe to uh, to it on uh, on uh, on all of your uh, podcasting platforms, the iHeartMedia app, all that stuff. So uh, make sure to check it out. But thanks again to uh, to Sean Merriman for coming by and uh, really some good insight. I thought, you know, in-depth on the, on the Chargers, you could sense – and you even said so. You could sense, Sean, the excitement there about Brandon Staley. Yeah. And I don't know if that leads to wins. It's the little things. But a guy gets a job as a head coach of the National Football League, and he understands that bubble and how it operates. And so he knows that one of the things that I need to do, if I want to have long-term success here, is unite former, current, future players and prominent people in the organization. So the fact that he took the time after getting that job to call former players to welcome them with open arms if they want to come and participate and be around and be involved in things that are going on with his football team, that goes a long way to creating loyalty and commitment to help you reach your goals. Yeah, there's no doubt. And uh, I know, I mean, I know the people at PFF, like Eric, who was just on, very high on the hiring of Brandon Staley. He comes from that kind of analytical boy genius. Not That's not meant in a bad way. You know, Sean McVay is kind of the original boy genius, right? right? And he was from that tree. So we will see. Um, I said something, though, that I think quite a few of these analytical geniuses I'm not going to say necessarily lack, but haven't been exposed to enough to have acquired, if that makes sense. That's how to lead men. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to leading a football team, getting in front of men and being able to communicate with them, be direct, be honest, yet be understanding and forgiving at the same time, holding people accountable, you know, being consistent with your messaging, that didn't have anything to do with creating a PowerPoint or being able to draw up plays or being able to catalog replays, acquire new statistical data that supports whatever line you're taking as far as what you guys are going to do at the end of the half or the end of the fourth situational football. Like, that's where the disconnect is for these guys that don't succeed. So I'm interested and excited to see Staley on this this journey. And I think it's, you know... Sean McVay hit. Uh, Matt LaFleur, you have to say, is a hit. I mean, he's 28-8 and eight as a head coach. I mean, it helps to have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. But I think the relationship they've had there, I mean, Aaron Rodgers doesn't like the front office. He's spoke highly of, of LaFleur. But then you look at Zach Taylor. Jury's still out. Cliff Kingsbury. Jury's still out. So some of these younger coaches, it's kind of uh, the hit rate is, is, uh, is up in the air. Um I want to get your thoughts. I always love picking your brain on quarterbacks. Okay. We saw a quarterback yesterday put on a pretty good show. Now, it was against Louisville. What does that mean? But the market has reacted to the performance we saw from Matt Corral of Ole Miss. Could he win the Heisman? Could he be the number one overall pick? We'll ask our quarterback next. It is the Nightcap here on Visa. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beeson Pro Football Betting Guide. The guide's only $19.99 and available right now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire season. Head over to VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Got week one of the NFL season starting on Thursday night. The Buccaneers, an eight-point favorite against the Dallas Cowboys. Week one of the college football season wrapped up last night with an impressive win by Ole Miss over Louisville by the final of 43-24. to And what made it so exciting, Sean, was the play of Matt Corral. Now, a lot of buzz behind Matt Corral. Heading into this season, 
he was kind of a dark horse candidate to win the Heisman Trophy. I took a little flyer on him, nothing too crazy. I got him 28-1 to 1 here uh, at Circa. From what we saw last night in a 43-24 win over a mediocre Louisville team. At best. At best, I agree. But he's he's got something, man. He's 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 kind of got that edge. 381 passing yards last night. He can run a little bit too. Rush for a score. 55 yards on the ground. And before we get into the Heisman, just what we saw last night from Matt Corral and knowing who his coach is. Right. And he was joking about it last night that you know, you know, I loved his personality because he's like, ah, we don't need Lane. We don't need you know. And then he said, ah, oh, no, I'm a joker. We love him. You know, hope he's back. Um. They play Tulane in a couple weeks. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. That'll be a fun one. Maybe that's the game we, we ask uh, Derek, Derek to get us go to yeah. down at uh, down, in, the, down in Ole Miss. On but, the circuit trout private plane. But what did you see last night? What stood out to you? Because the, the odds, I think, have gone a little crazy. He's now the second favorite with Spencer Rattler at DraftKings to Who win the Who should not even trophy. be on the list right now. Yeah, it, it, that's a yeah. little much. I'm pushing back on the list. <laughs> just, but I am. let's just start. Let's just start yeah. with him and what we saw from Ole Miss last night. I think Matt looked Heisman like, like he looked like he should be on the invite list. Yeah, threw the ball with velocity, threw the ball with confidence, with accuracy, made plays. Ole Miss looks like they're going to be, for some teams, a difficult out offensively. I still am not convinced that that offensive line can hold up. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this. Even though Louisville couldn't exploit it in the first half because they, did they the continually, continually uh, shot themselves in the foot, that defense is still not very good. It doesn't have a high football IQ. It looks a little more physically impressive from a size, speed, skill standpoint, but I didn't see anything about them that made me think they're a threat to compete for an SEC championship or even to be in that conversation second half of the season. So I still think there's a lot of building to do there. But I, just Matt Corral in general, I thought had an excellent performance. I thought he looked like he should be on the Heisman invite list. But at 8-1, to one, uh, that's... I wouldn't take him there me, because way too short. I don't think their team success is going to allow him to win it. And that's the biggest thing. Look, I put a couple bucks on him at 28-1 to one right. here at Circa. You've liked him for a while. I have, but I, I never really believed. I mean, you have to, as as I go back to the list that I discussed, you have to have out-of-the-world statistics to win the Heisman Trophy and not be on a top-five team. I mean, the, really, the list since 2000 is... Johnny Manziel, I think they finished like 10 or 11. His numbers were ridiculous, and they beat Alabama that year. RG3, and uh, Tebow, I think they finished 10 or 11. Um, And Lamar Jackson. I mean, those guys were all transcendent, generational type of talented college football players. I just don't know if Matt Corral, he's very good. But are they that? Is he going to put up that type of numbers? I, I just don't know. And at eight to one, no thanks. And you know what? Lane not being there last night actually hurt him because Lane demands so much camera time, and having Matt and Lane communicating, having that interaction would have been good for Matt because nationally, I don't know that a lot of people know who Matt Corral is. Now maybe they watched the Louisville game, so they got introduced to him. But before that, he just was a name that was kind of on. Some Heisman list. I just 
I, I've covered college football. Yep. So I know it's a very regionally biased media because you don't necessarily get exposed to other regions because you're so occupied with covering what your responsibility for whatever entity you work for. So it was good in one sense, but I think it would have been even better if he would have had Lane by his side and enhanced his branding. Because now, can we pull up Ole Miss's schedule? It is it uh, is. I'll tell you right what, now. What's their next couple of games? So they have an FCS opponent this week, okay. Austin P. Out of sight, out of mind. Then they play your two-lane green wave. Even though I think that's a great contest, that's still kind of out of sight, out of mind. Here's the thing. So this win catapulted them into the top 20. Okay. So they're 20th right now. They should. They'll be a favorite in the next two games. Right. Now, Tulane was impressive. Could Tulane pull that upset? Potentially. But you're staring at 3-0 and Tulane by week at Alabama. College game day will probably be there. That is going to be a monster atmosphere. Uh, I don't know if it'll be CBS. Probably. It'll probably be like that CBS 330 Eastern game. So Ole Miss will disappear for three weeks and then be on primetime yep. if it plays out right. If it plays out right. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, there will be no bigger opportunity for Matt Corral and Ole Miss. What you saw last night and what we saw on Saturday afternoon, can Ole Miss put up points? Last year, remember, they put up a boatload of points on on Alabama. Now, they didn't win the game because they can't stop, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. Can that offense put up points against Alabama? They'll they'll have yeah, they did it last off? year. So you think they do can do it again? Yeah, I mean, to for anyone that's ever followed anything Lane Kevin has been attached to, to ever say that his offense ain't gonna score points, I mean, that'd just be like playing stupid. <laughs> I mean, he's been good everywhere he's been at on offense except Oakland when he went to the NFL. Every every stop in college. Well, when he got fired on the Southern tarmac Cat. at USC, it wasn't right. well, things weren't rolling. But he's yeah. he's revitalized himself, and he's got a guy. He's got a guy in Matt Corral at eight to one. You missed the boat. I, yeah. I just—he can't win it anyway. He can't win the Heisman. Well, if they beat Alabama, it's not. First of all, that's not happening. No, it's not happening. Yeah. But if he beats Alabama, then all bets are off. But man, that'll be a fun one. Ole Miss at Alabama could be a pair of undefeated teams in the SEC that day. It might be interesting. Could be a lot of fun. Hell of a performance last night. Eight to one. No thanks. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on Beast. We get back to the NFL to wrap up the show. Great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Wrapping things up as we get closer and closer to game number one. Two eaves, as you say. Yep. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week about your college playing days, but right now you've been in training camp for six weeks or so. Right. What is this lead up like? Well, first of all, if you're still there, I'm just glad you made the team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it's not really funny, but it's it's funny. You know, like 
Hey, well, those are nervous times. You just never know. I mean, of course, there are certain guys that, that know, but I'd say there are probably 15 to 20 guys on every team that are unsure. Yeah. And another 10 that are pretty sure, but still are glad their phone don't ring. Like, you know how you always want people to call you and look? That's one day. Cut day is a day you don't want your phone to ring. Just. Yeah. <laughs> like you try. I can only imagine. Yeah. Like, so, I mean. If you're there now, you're just you're glad you made the team. But now at this point, you're locked in. The game plan's been put in. You know, you guys went out. You started the finishing touches on, on what you're going to do on Sunday. If you play Thursday, then you're already, you know, locked and ready to go. But now it's just about getting healthy and making sure that if you can figure out how to physically peak on Sunday, then that's what the great players do. How do I set up my week? So that from a physical fitness standpoint, I'm at my peak on Sunday. From a practice, regeneration, recuperation, recovery, eating, all of that. What schedule do I need to be on so that Sunday I can go out and put my best foot forward? Tampa and Dallas get it going Thursday night. Right now, Tampa, an eight-point favorite, a couple eight-and-a-half starting. I feel like I need to go ahead and take it at eight, but I'm probably just going to watch but I'm going to be so disappointed when the score is like 24 to 3 at the half. I'm just telling you. And then Dallas takes Dak out because they're like, okay, we lost this game. We don't want to get him hurt. Want to get in front of Tampa in the first half? Think they come out going? I definitely do. Four and a half? Yeah, that might be That might be what I might do. Four and a half in the first half? Yeah. That sounds doable. Because it'll be loud. Fans will be there. Thursday I mean, nobody night. knows that place more than you. Oh, yeah. They'll be rocking. Now, I still can't believe that you guys opened up the year after you won the Super on the Bowl road. on the road Monday night at Philadelphia. Of all places, I at mean, Philly. seriously, how does that happen? Hey, man! And you won. You just shut them out. And if you knew where we practiced and worked out back then, like we were in the hood, like we were in portables, like our weight room was half outside, <laughs> like this new Taj Mahal that these guys are in now. Yeah, that wasn't us. <laughs> like, we got it from the, the mud. I mean, we were in the projects, not the projects. We were in the projects. Like, that pretty mall that's built there, International Mall, that wasn't there. Like, we, <laughs> it was, it's tough times back then, but hey, we, we found a way. We made it work. We were mentally tough. We got it done. We'll see. Are they mentally tough enough to come out and repeat? I hope so. I had a future bet on them to win it all. You're only one. One of your few. I have, I have another one that I wish I didn't have, which was the USF over three and a half. It's just one game. Yeah, I'm not loving that bet. No? Yeah. It might happen, but I'm not loving it. You know, you kind of have a feel. Like, yeah, that one has a good chance NC to State hit. did. NC State did thump them pretty good. Yeah. And we had our chances, but. It was your guarantee. This, this is what I believe in. If you have all of spring training, all of the summer, all of training camp, to have a competition at the quarterback position, and then you come out and announce a starting quarterback, to me, you're committing to that guy for at least the first half of the season. Otherwise, you make me second-guess your ability to handle those kind of proceeds in the, in the future. Because if you announce the guy's a starting quarterback, but then you bench him three, four series into the game, then why would you announce him as a starting quarterback? Why do you just say we're going to play them both? Well, things get easier. You get, I mean... South Florida gets to host Florida. Yeah. Uh, I actually think South Florida's the play. They're one of my key plays. Plus 29. Yeah, I just don't think Florida throws the ball well enough 
to cover big numbers like that. Your guy, Willie, got us a cover last week. Yeah, he knew what the number was, too, trust 35-14. Yeah. Good he, job, FAU. And FAU looked good. Like, I like your FAU to win Conference USA. Nicosi Perry got better as the game went on. He did some good things. But, again, Florida's the better team. Marshall They're going looked, to win the game. Marshall looked good. UAB looked good. I told you Marshall you was going to look good. Yeah, I was uh, – that was more of a homer play. I yeah. just – I wanted Navy to bounce yeah. back. Oof. I told you. Oof. We uh, played them in the bowl game. They got dudes. Marshall? Yeah, they yeah. have dudes. Um, another game I'm really curious about, Western Kentucky. You know I like Western Kentucky. I'm, I'm uh, fascinated. You talk about contrast and styles. Who Western Kentucky this week? Army, who looked really good last week. I stay away from Army because Army's a very well coached, and they're actually talented for an academy, and they're on the uptick. Like, they've been yeah. good. Like, I just... I leave that they alone. They thumped Georgia State. Absolutely thumped them last yeah. week. Uh, all right, a couple, uh, couple little interesting prop plays for seasons, for the season, I should say, in the NFL, uh, and the juice will continue to increase uh, as they go up. Jared Goff. So these are all teammate parlays. Okay. Jared Goff, twenty plus touchdown passes. DeAndre Swift, eight plus. Rushing touchdowns, plus 220. Do you like it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they stay healthy. That's doable. And I think they're going to be losing a lot. I think Jared Goff will. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I just think a normal NFL season, the starting quarterback throws 20 touchdowns, the starting running back gets eight rushing touchdowns. In a normal 16-game season, that's what happens. Now with an extra game, I feel like those numbers are even a little lower. Well, what's interesting is guess what they did last year? Right. Swift had eight. Golf had 20. In 16. Right on the number. Right. Yeah. So you have a whole nother game. And Dan Campbell's going to, you know, strike fear on them because he might eat their kneecaps. So, you know, you, you never want to worry about that. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, a Pittsburgh one. Ben Roethlisberger, 4,000 4, through the air. Najee Harris, 10,000 on the ground. No thanks because I don't see Ben Roethlisberger throwing for four grand. You know, four, I, I'm not touching any Steeler bets. I don't think Pittsburgh is going to be good, but I have so much respect for Mike Tomlin that I hope I'm dead wrong. So I'm going to just leave Pittsburgh alone all year. He has never had a losing record. Yeah, he probably won't this year, but I just don't see how. I, so I'm going to just leave it alone. I'm, I, not, I'm just going to root for him. It's better for me if I just root for my guy. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to respect uh, Best coach in the business. Mike Tomlin. I don't care what anybody says. I put him up against Belichick, all of them, best coach in the business. Wow. Now, their loyalty the or, as an organization is why they haven't won more championships. Because they won't force Ben out. Yeah. If Ben was in New England, Ben oh. would have been out of New England four years, years ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he put a Big Ben did put up uh, two years ago, he led the league in passing yards. So he put up some numbers a couple years ago. But last year, you could tell. And uh, don't, don't give me the, oh, they started 11 and 0. Watch the games, man. They were not, and they got blown out in the playoffs. And I think more from a physical than a physical deterioration standpoint. I just don't think he's the heartbeat of the team anymore. Well, you still remember when he yeah. complained about them drafting uh, Mason Rudolph in the third round? Yeah, I just, when he was trying to pull the Brett Favre retirement thing. Now Tomlin is too good of a coach to let it fester. But their division, but man, I think I that's just, a marriage that's going to break up. So Roethlisberg and the Steelers. All right, let's uh, bounce around here. Uh, how about this one? Nope. Patrick Mahomes jump. Uh, so okay. no on the Sutton. So yeah, nope. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy over a thousand. I agree. That's that's a lot. 
How about this? Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady combined for 85 passing touchdowns. All these are plus money, by the way. This is plus 290. For reference sake, last year, Tommy, Tommy threw for 40 touchdowns in Tampa. Mahomes, 38 in Kansas City. So 78 combined touchdowns last year. You get an extra game. 85 is a lot. That's a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> That's a lot. A lot of touchdowns. I mean, they both pretty much have to go over 40 to make that happen. Because otherwise, one has to throw 46. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'd love to look up how many times in NFL history have two quarterbacks thrown for over 40 touchdowns. Uh, I know Manning and, and uh, Brady probably have, have done that in a year before. Because Manning had 50 in a season. Yeah. So that's. I think Aaron's looking it up or trying to. Uh, I'd love to see. Well, while we wait. Because I bet it's on one hand if it's oh, yeah. more than one. Yeah, it's got to be. Re- how, while we wait, how about this one? Because you're high on. Man, this is a lot of yards. Wow. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. 2,500 rushing yards? That is a boatload. So last year, Nick Chubb had 1,000 yards. The year before, he had 1,494. And then Kareem Hunt had 841. 2,500? I can't. No, I just don't think they can do that and keep everybody happy because Odell is back. So even though they're going to be a run-first team, I think they're going to throw the ball, let's say, 12 13% more than they did last year. And they'll throw some screens out to Odell and those guys to get them touches, to keep them involved. I like this one. And then Kareem doesn't, I mean, not Kareem, but Chubb doesn't stay healthy for yeah, the whole year. he was banged so. up last year, too. Yeah. I, I think this one's interesting because I think the Bengals are going to be the backdoor covering machines this year. They're going to lose a lot, but they're going to be passing. Chase not going for 1,000 yards. Yeah, I mean, that's the one that with, with the dropsies, that's that's the question. So the, for me, it's not even that. Joe it's Burrow, that, thirty passing touchdowns. Jamar Chase, a thousand receiving yards. I just think the fact that they have two more young receivers that are a little more experienced than him that have had success, they're all going to eat. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. I mean, Chase is going to get his touches, but I don't that's, know. That's plus 380. Before we get out of here, a bunch of plus 500s. Dalvin Cook, 15 touchdowns on the ground. J- Justin Jefferson, 1,500 rushed receiving yards. Murray, 30 passing touchdowns. Hopkins, 1,500 receiving yards. How about Russ? That's 30, the one I like. 35 passing touchdowns. DK Metcalf had 1,300 receiving yards. That's the one I like. Russell, 35 plus. Metcalf, 1,500 plus. Thanks to Sean Merriman. Thanks to Aaron Oster. For Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. The nightcap here on Vison. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.